Hi there, I'm Lane and this is Property Explained. These are my words and now I'm going to read them to you. Episode 66. Does New Zealand have a capital gains tax? Property investors worry the government will introduce a capital gains tax. But on the other side of the social spectrum, there are some Kiwis who worry that the government won't introduce one. In this episode, you'll learn what a capital gains tax is, and you'll also learn how it will affect property investors if it comes in. Let's get started. What is a capital gains tax? A capital gains tax, or CGT for the purposes of this episode, is a payment made to the government. It's a tax that you pay when you sell an asset for more than you bought it for. Let's say you bought a single share in Apple, the technology company, not the fruit, at the end of 2010. At that point, you would have paid about $16. 10 years later, that share would have been worth about $182. In this instance, your asset, which is your share in the company, has increased in value by $166. And that difference in value is a capital gain. It's also sometimes known as capital growth. If there was a capital gains tax, you have to pay the government a part of that gain once you sell the share. And if a CGT was 15%, for example, you'd pay $24.90 to the government in this example. It's important to note that a capital gains tax is separate from a wealth tax. You pay a CGT when you sell an asset and make a profit. But with a wealth tax, you have to pay the government a part of your wealth every year, regardless. Will we see a capital gains tax introduced in New Zealand? The answer is, it's very unlikely. To come in over the next few years at least. And it's not for lack of trying. The Labour Party attempted a capital gains tax in three consecutive elections, 2011, 14 and 17. They didn't make it in in the first two elections, but when they did get in, in 2017, they didn't have the votes to pass a capital gains tax. And former Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said she'd accepted that Kiwis didn't want the tax and wouldn't introduce one while she was in charge. And now that National is in, the chance that a CGT comes in over the next few years falls even further. Having said that, New Zealand still taxes capital gains from residential property, even though we don't have a formal capital gains tax, and this is called the Brightline Test. John Key's national government introduced the Brightline Test in 2015, and this policy taxed capital gains on property bought and sold within two years. So if you bought a property and you sold it within two years, you'd have to pay tax on that profit that you made. In 2018, the Labour government extended the Brightline Test to five years, and then they did it in 2021, but this time they extended it to 10 years for existing properties, but kept it at five for new builds. The arguments in favour of a CGT vary, but they often reduce to two core points. Number one, a capital gains tax may increase housing affordability. New Zealanders usually think about CGT in the context of residential property investment, but of course the tax would cover all assets and some argue that a CGT will make housing more affordable over the long term. And that's because property investors may be disincentivized to buy more properties. And that's important to people who support the tax. The argument is that runaway house prices make it difficult for some Kiwis to buy their own homes. And this is true. But it also has a knock-on effect. A rise in house prices may also mean an increase in rents. This causes a social issue where some Kiwis struggle to afford adequate housing, or afford a reasonable standard of living while also paying the rent. So the story goes, if property investment is left profitable, demand will decrease, and this means house prices won't be as buoyant. The next argument, point number two, is that wealthier people benefit more from a tax-free capital gains. People who earn higher incomes can afford to save and accumulate assets, and these assets increase in value, making it easier for high-income people to grow their wealth. 
But poorer people can't afford to save as much, so they have fewer assets. And right now, the tax system primarily taxes income, especially derived from people working. It doesn't tax wealth or economic income from increases in the value of assets, so some people see this as unfair and believe the tax system should address this. On the other side, there are also people who oppose a capital gains tax, and they have two core rebuttals. Number one, many pro-property investment groups believe that a CGT will not improve housing affordability, and they believe that any such tax will not achieve its intended outcome. And there is a precedent for this. Australia introduced a capital gains tax in 1985, yet house price increases have not lagged that much behind New Zealand's. Between January 1985 and the end of 2021, Australian house prices increased 6.82% per year. Over the same period, New Zealand's house prices increased 7.54% per year. So without a capital gains tax, New Zealand properties increased by 0.72 percentage points, according to the OECD. That's not a substantial difference. Or in other words, the tax may not provide value for money because it doesn't achieve its goal. Or point number two, those against the CGT say that higher income earners already pay their fair share of tax. These higher income earners are more likely to own assets. So, is it fair to tax these Kiwis even more? Yes, tax-free capital gains may seem unfair to those on lower incomes, but about 50% of the lowest income earners in New Zealand already pay no income tax at all. Here, let me explain this a little bit further. So, all income earners pay tax, but some also receive money back in benefits and tax credits. So, for example, working for families. If you are working and earn $1,000 a week, but you have four children, you might pay $200 a week in tax, but you get back $300. And that's according to Mark Keating, a senior lecturer in tax at the University of Auckland Business School. So in this situation, they are net receiving. They're getting more money from the government each week than they are actually contributing. So in effect, their tax rate is negative. So most of the tax in New Zealand is already paid by the highest income earners, and some people argue that they already pay their fair share. What impact would a capital gains tax have on residential property investors? A broad-based capital gains tax doesn't exist within New Zealand, but there is always a possibility that a government could introduce one in the future. A CGT is unlikely to impact long-term property investors significantly, even if it were to. That's because many Kiwis use the equity within their own homes to grow a property portfolio, and there are few other passive incomes that they can use this equity for. So taxing any gains that these people make won't see that wealth pumped into alternative asset classes. Any potential capital gains tax would just cause investors to hold on to their houses for longer, and that would lead to a less dynamic housing market. A slow-to-respond property market could push prices up even further, and that's because investors would be less likely to put their properties on the market. Again, that could lead to short-term supply shortages, which exacerbates rising prices even further. So no, there isn't a CGT in place right now, but there is always that possibility that there could be one introduced in the future. However, if that were the case, it might not be the thorn in the foot of all property investors. But we'll have to wait and see. Good luck. Good luck.